Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. You guys ready? I wasn't sure the nine was ready. A lot of tryptophan. A lot of turkey tryptophan at the nine. I was fired up. I came in here ready to tilt. We're going to pop the clutch. Shame the devil. I'm ready to go. And then I saw my trainer show up. He doesn't even go to this campus. Where's Eugene and his wife, Annie? Unbroken Fitness. Where are you hiding? I just saw you. You came up here to judge me. See if my, yeah, way in the back. Can you even see? Dear Lord, hey, listen, when I do the altar call, you need to be way up here. Way up here. Just believe in. He came to see if my pants were going to fit. I know it. You think he'd want to come hear the word? No, he goes, did that guy even work out on vacation? He took off early, missed his Friday workout. Made sure to shine. No, it's okay. I could do this air squat without ripping these pants. You've never seen that before after Thanksgiving. I'm not going any lower. They will rip. How many of you brought family to church today? First time you're coming to church, you brought, you were brave enough to bring your family. We're, look at hands up everywhere. We're handing out seatbelts so you can just buckle them in so they can't run out of here. It's going to be all right. We're glad you're with us. How good was Thanksgiving? So good. I see a gun show. Is that the Tremino gun show over there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't turn around and look the other way. The Tremino Wonder Twins. Single and ready to mingle. Just trying to get all the naughtiest out of the way before God starts moving. It's going to get radical. You know, I don't feel if we're in the Christmas spirit yet. You guys feel like you're there? I feel like we're, we're 80% there. We're 80% there. Will you go to 100% ready for Christmas? We got night of Christmas Friday night. All right. We're going to go there. Turn your eyes to the screen. We're getting in the Christmas spirit right now. Don't make me sing. Christmas spirit. That's a warm-up for Friday night. A warm-up. That was the pregame. Mm. You guys all right? Welcome to church. Hello. Let's preach the word. Listen, a, a couple weeks ago I did, I got to officiate a wedding. And I really, you know, God gave me a word and it was the power of agreement. And while I was marrying them, it's just, I felt like God said, teach them the power of agreement. They just got back from their honeymoon. They were at the 9 a.m. and it's cute to see. And I realized God didn't just give me a word for that day. It was actually a word for the church. He just started it in motion 
on that Sunday after church. See, we can come into agreement and usually every time we get married, we're in agreement with the word, with God. We all talk about the three-strand cord isn't easily broke. It's like 30 minutes of agreement and then it's a journey to walk it out. Years of actually learning what agreement with your spouse is all about, you know? It's like, man, slow down the ceremony, teach on agreement. And then over the last, I would say, week and a half, God's been just brewing up this power of agreement, sermon on the inside of me. And I know we're in this evangelistic series and I kept trying to come around, man, I'm gonna be an evangelist. Preach on evangelism. But I just realized the whole word of God is evangelism. This whole book is why Jesus came for you and I. It's all evangelism. But specifically, there were some things that God was starting to reveal to me that I was coming into agreement with that he said I needed to rebuke. He goes, I I didn't tell you to come into agreement with that. You and your wife aren't in agreement over this. You and your wife need to come into agreement with me. And just reckon me to the point, like I used to say the word cancel, I was notorious. Someone would say something, I just, nope, cancel. It's almost like I was always on guard to cancel something I didn't want to come in agreement with. And I felt the Lord saying, you've gotten soft. Eugene, don't make a comment. (laughs) Spiritually. And I realized that today's message is actually for those that don't yet believe what that means, which I'm going to teach us. But it was even more so those of us that have been faithful coming to church, serving. But we may have gotten a little soft just going through the motions. We've been hearing the word, but are we living the word? And I felt like this was to poke what needs to poke, to wake up what needs to wake up, to get us spiritually alert in this season. Where the enemy is a liar and lying to our friends, lying to family, the spirit of depression, they say hovers between now, the holidays, the highest suicide rate in December, we don't come into agreement with that in the name of Jesus. And so when God makes a promise, the pathway won't always be clear, even with legitimate reasons to be concerned, but we must come into agreement with God. Agreements don't come easy. They require focus, commitment, and there's a process. But we can't come into agreement with him until you settle on the fact that he's able to do anything. We got to get him to the point he can do anything. Come from behind the closed door of disbelief and get ready to shake something up so we can actually look at our circumstance different. So I'm going to pray and then we're going to get into this because as you begin to walk by faith, not by sight, Consider this, is there anything too hard for God to do? Is there anything too hard for God to do? You may have tasted it, you may have had an experience, you may have understood that at one point, but can you stand here to say, I'm full throttle, God can do anything. Where's your faith meter today? God needs us to accelerate, turn up the thermostat of our faith meter to believe something radical for a city, for your marriage, for your finances, for something. God has to stir something if we can come into agreement together. Who's with me to come into agreement this morning? Come on. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for your word today. Let it stir what needs to be stirred. Let it shake what it needs to shake. God, we come out of agreement with the lies of the enemy. So God, we might not even know we've come into those agreements. So God, highlight them today. Examine our spirit, examine our heart. And God, we ask that you shine a light on any agreement that isn't from you. We expose darkness in the name of Jesus. Devil, you will get out. And God, we invite your presence in this place.
Holy Spirit, thank you for what you're already doing. Every blind spot being removed, every mentality that's not of heaven being broken. God, renew our mind. Give us a new spirit. Let us stand in righteousness. Let us believe again. And Lord, help our unbelief this Christmas season. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. Come on, I'm going to read. This is pregame. Somebody say pregame. You know what pregame is? Three people. Okay. An analogy might not work. Pregame. It's like um, if you're going to go for a run and you're my age, it's a good idea to stretch. As a chiropractor, I'm just going to say it's a good idea you all stretch. Amazing people come in my office like this. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? I just went for a run. A marathon? No, one mile. I'm like, do you stretch? No. I forgive you. JD didn't get arms like that because he doesn't stretch. I just point out your arms every week. I feel like there's an anointing on them or something. More salvations come when you lift your arm up. It's like they see that muscle like, if I give my life to Jesus, will my arm look like that? No, but you know what? At least in heaven, who knows how ripped we could be? Shredded in heaven. Or on earth. I felt those eyes up there. Hebrews 11. I was reading through this, and I was like, hmm. God was sending me here to stir some faith in the pregame. And the pregame is talking about the great heroes of faith. And I love this because Hebrews 11 says this. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. Hello. New Testament talking about the OGs. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that cannot be seen. There was never before God spoke it, boom, there it was. It was by faith, somebody say faith, that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. Abel, thanks for taking one for the team. It was by faith, somebody say faith. I'm going to warm it up here that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. That'd be nice. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Ooh. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Verse 7, it was by faith. Somebody say, by faith. That Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about the things that have never happened before. Think about this. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. You think about that. The greatest inventor that ever lived, Noah, stayed the course. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed God when God called him to leave home, go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Would you do that? Would you show up with the turkey dinner saying you're going to have the best Thanksgiving, never bring that turkey, but God was going to provide? Could you do it? And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith, for he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob, who had inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations, a city designed and built by God. How many believe that for San Diego? This was a city designed and built by God. So let's do something about it. It was amazing. Then in verse 11, get this, because out of all these, all these great heroes of faith, it's the only one in my Bible that says Abraham and Sarah. The Bible's first power couple. Boom. Verse 11, it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed. Somebody say believed. That God would keep his promise. I want you to remember this because it says right here, 
in the great heroes of faith in the book of Hebrews, talking about she believed. But we're going to back that up. And it was amazing because of verse 12, it says, and so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead, a nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand in the seashore, there was no way to count them. The three tests. How are we doing in the three tests? Let me ask you. Abel worshiped by faith. He brought his very best. How are we doing? We're bringing our very best? Mm. Some of us didn't even tithe today. Just saying. Enoch. Enoch walked by faith. He walked by faith and he escaped death. God was so pleased with him. Noah worked by faith. He couldn't see it, but he stayed the course. So there's some areas in your life that maybe you can't see, you know, God's calling you to. Will you stay the course? Someone said, Dr. Matt, I'll give you a million dollars or one hour with anybody. Who would it be? It'd be Elon Musk. Because, man, I want to figure out how he's got such boldness to do things. I know God's speaking to him. I, don't, I, want, I just want to get in the room to find out if he knows God's speaking to him. <laughs> but he's doing stuff. He's got haterade everywhere. Noah had haterade everywhere. Out there for a very long time. How, much, how many know he didn't spend a month? I, I mean, we can't even get a house built in a year these days. He's building the largest vessel where there was no vessels because there had never been a flood, never been a rain like that. But he was able to withstand all the negative press, all the haters, and stay the course. How's our faith today? Somebody say, faith is a journey. We can do better than that, dear guys. I need all the help I can get. Come on, faith is a journey. Come on, can we stay the course? Abraham, the father of faith, because he obeyed by faith. And let me tell you something. Even when it feels strange, a foreign place, can you believe it's yours? Success. Can you guys handle that feeling? A thriving marriage, maybe you didn't, maybe you weren't raised around healthy marriages, what that model looked like. Can you believe for one? What is it something you maybe have never been before, but can you believe God to take you to a new place? On his word. God has designed faith, but we first have to have agreement. That was the pregame. You ready for agreement? Come on, how many want some more faith to get stirred up on the inside of you? Matthew 18, 19 says this. Again, I say unto you, I think it's amazing they had to start with the word again. (laughs) Again, all right. Maverick, I'm gonna tell you one more time. Again, that if two of you shall agree on earth as a touching anything that they shall ask, it will be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. Verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Ecclesiastes 4.12, though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. What I love about this, the Greek word, for that agree, for agree, is symphoneo. That's where they get symphony. Symphony to harmonize, to make a sweet sound. There should be a sweet sound. A cacophony is a harsh discord mixture of sounds. That's why I'm not on the worship team. I can hear a thing. I was like, man, can I be in the night of Christmas? I'm a natural born rapper. And then they heard me and I said, No. (laughs) Which I appreciate because, you know, we got to get thick skin. Most churches just let things go and they're mediocre. We can't have mediocrity for the kingdom. Man, we're bringing, night of Christmas, we're bringing the most excellent production. Last year, they were hating on us going, oh, a church written out radius. I mean, the flack and the pressure and the kickback and the overspenditures because they were nickel and diamonds thinking, well, if this church is coming, it's going to suck. We must just bleed them dry. And then when they saw it, man, the power of God hit the radius shell. I mean, I was in tears. All my friends I brought were tears. People getting saved. It was radical. You could see something happen. We didn't even have that big of expectation. We're like, man, I hope it's good. <laughs> but I know the teamwork. And then guess what? It was so mesmerizing that actually if you've never been... You, you will not be embarrassed who you bring. Matter of fact, you, you couldn't 
bring enough people. But it was so radical that it changed my whole mood for the rest of the Christmas season. Because it was so early, I'm like, man, I can't, we're doing this. There's the only way we could get a date, December 1st and 2nd. No, you know, God had it lined up. God knew I need to stir my spirit over this whole city. There's going to be a joyful noise over the whole city, Coronado. My angels will sing. We'll take down strongholds. Angels will surround this city. It did a radical thing in our church, radical experience, experience that. So this year, we will be intentional at a new level. And guess what? Their attitudes change, which is nice. But Psalm 133, 2-3 says this, For harmony is precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head, that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. Somebody say agreement. We need agreement to stay married and love one another. We need agreement. To raise a healthy family, we need a... To run a successful business, we need... To build a thriving ministry, we need... We're almost there. I feel it. I feel like we're going to get it. To heal a nation, we need... Amen. Let me tell you something. Acts 1 through 12, it says... This is where the upper room prayer meeting... And think about this. The Bible makes no mistakes... Every word matters. In verse 14 of Acts 1, it says, These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. The Holy Spirit came in an upper room. It's amazing. Jesus left, and 10 days later, it took 10 days to get into agreement with one accord. You think about that. With one accord in one place. It says, verse, uh, verse 2, Chapter, chapter one, verse two, it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. Listen, when there was one accord, the Holy Spirit showed up. How's our agreement in our life today? These preceding verses over the agreement of two working together, God is pleased with unity no matter how small the number. The greater the number working together in one accord, the greater the blessing. See, if there's agreement, there's power. If there's disagreement, there's no power. It's amazing, raising up in the church that I was raised in, it's almost like we were in disagreement with the word of God, so there was no power. And I hate saying that. People got saved, but I never saw miracles. We never preached on the Holy Spirit. We never preached on the gifts of the Spirit. And I realized my revelation is, hmm, we weren't really in agreement with the full gospel. Therefore, we didn't have power. Came to awaken. Met Pastor Jurgen and Leanne, convicted to the soul on the whole gospel, and I saw full power. It's because there's power in agreement. They would bring in preachers that would preach evangelism. They would preach on healing. People get healed. Pastor Mike Connell would come through and preach on deliverance. People would get fully delivered. Start discipling us up in those ways. Full gospel. So we started seeing full radical miracles. We don't have a book of miracles because we're not in agreement to what the word of God says. We see praise reports every single week. We don't get up there like, oh, it's in the run sheet. Let's just go through it. No, no, no. We believe in the full gospel, the full power. Therefore, we want our loved ones in there. We want marriages restored in there. Kids off the rails. We put their name in there. Whatever it is, we're going to pray it into existence. We come into agreement with heaven. See, disunity creates destruction. And when we're fighting with one another, no one's fighting the devil. We got to quit being Sparrow and like blaming the devil for everything. Yeah, that devil. No, you're just not in agreement. Agreement is a journey, like date slow. Like you don't know what you're coming into agreement with. Family line, she could be crazy. I mean, I paid, no one, no one taught me on this. I saw her and I said, hello, hubba bubba. Let's go. Let's get married, pop the clutch. Next thing you know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, Hello. Backgrounds, people. 
I don't even remember what we were coming to agreement. That ceremony couldn't have got Pastor Jurgen. Hurry it up, hurry it up. It's like, calm down. We're still working it out. Let me tell you, if we would have had unity before we got married and had real conversations, my bill with Dr. Brian would be way less. I'd be able to give more to vision builders. You know, but if we don't have the same vision, we have division. That's what my wife isn't my enemy. But it doesn't matter if we don't agree. If we don't have the same vision, we will have division. And there cannot be a blessing when we're divided. Think about a church. A church can't, if we're all divided on where we're going as church, that's why we have one voice. Pastor, you're going to lean in. They got to work out their vision. Pray for them. Where there's unity, God commands a blessing. Agreement is a journey. I had to learn to give up some of me so I could agree on some of us. We got to figure out where is their disunity and quit blaming the devil. It's not. We just don't have the same vision. So we had to get our vision in alignment so then we could be in unity. And it's okay to have that conversation. Too many couples are like nervous to go there. You got to go there if you want God to bless it. If you guys aren't in unity with your vision, how can God get on it? Well, mine's better than hers. Well, you're in trouble, buddy. You're on the couch. <laughs> Listen, agreement is a journey. Just because you hear the word of God doesn't mean you're in agreement with it. I have to say it. Listen, coming into agreement can be a process. It took me six months to understand tithing. My wife got it on the first Sunday. Huh. I had a religious spirit around it. Thought I knew more of the word. She didn't know anything, just was obedient. But we weren't together, and God started blessing her, and I needed to go, okay. Pastor Jurgen's like, if you're going to lead her, you better figure some stuff out. What about healing? Do you believe in what the Word of God says about healing? About abundance? Ooh, the dirty word at awaken, prosperity. That was for one of my haters. I know you're watching. Prosperity. Do you have the faith for it? Some churches don't even touch that. That was my upbringing. They just wouldn't go there. They'll just carve that part out. God can give you the greatest word at the worst time. How many of you have been there? I remember I got a word that my businesses were going to thrive and I was going to have the greatest year of my life and then one of my partners hosed me and I lost 180000 Then I got that word. I'm like, God, <laughs> your timing's off. Then just recently I lost two doctors and then I had someone prophet of the Lord come in and prophesy over me and I'm like okay I want to receive that I want to believe but Lord your timing's a little off how many have ever seen that I'm still holding on to that word but I'm not going to let the devil whisper and try to get me off that word I want to be in agreement with the word spoken over my life even in my circumstance so you got to understand that even when I had, I remember I had this other word. It was at the worst time when I was going for my dream house. It's like, uh, yeah, okay, Lord, I know you said that's my house. Uh, can you show me financially how to make that happen? He said, what are you going to focus on? And then I had a pastor that called me out of the blue and said, hey, I need to pray for you over your house. I need you to come into agreement with that. I'm like, dear Lord, somebody wake me up. I come into agreement. So Pastor Jurgen prayed for me. I came into agreement with it because I already had the word that God said, this is my house. But the devil was screaming at me, yelling at me, pointing out my circumstance. What will you believe in? You will come into agreement with what God said or what the enemy is whispering. What's your agreement look like? God told me I'd walk into a new anointing, a new favor, a new level of abundance that I would not understand right when I was going through my darkest season. But what am I going to believe? It may not line up with your circumstance, but God has given you an incredible word, and we have to learn to come into agreement with it. This is what church does. It builds your faith, and it helps you get back into alignment. The quicker you do it, the faster you can walk under God's authority. Genesis, I want to go to the power couple. You guys want to learn from the power couple? Because all I ever knew was, all oh, this power couple, oh, Abraham, Sarah, oh, he's a man of faith. He's the father of faith. I wish I could be more like him. But, you know, everyone can have a struggle. It's amazing. I just never had this highlighted. I want to read it to you. Genesis 18, 9 through 15 says, where is, where is your wife Sarah? They asked him. 
There in the tent, he said, the one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year, and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Remember, we were reading all the positive stuff in the very beginning in Hebrews. They were the faith, and hmm, Sarah was just going, she believed. I mean, that's what God's writing in, in New Testament. Let me just read some of the Old Testament here. Mm, bear you a son. Okay, mm, next verse. Now, Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him, meaning she's hiding behind the door, eavesdropping. Abraham and Sarah were already very old. Somebody say very, very. Some of you can't even wrap your head around how old. And Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Sarah laughed to herself. Do you get that? I need you to be real with yourself right now. Have you ever laughed at what God might be promising you? Ever get a word from somebody and you're like, get out of here. Yeah, whatever, freaking Dr. Matt. He says that about everybody. No, I did. When I pulled up to my first house, God gave me a word. You're gonna walk into a house. I pulled up to it. I felt like God said it. Mm. Pulled up to that cul-de-sac 2012. I looked at it. I was like, that's amazing. I looked up Zillow and I said, that's not amazing. <laughs> no. No, no. I remember I laughed in that moment, like, <laughs> oh, Lord, you're such a tease. But guess what? I had to change my language, and I got that house. You think I learned from that lesson of laughing? 2021, when God rolled up on another house, someone sent me this picture, like, this is so Hubbard style. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, that house, whoa, that house is amazing. Then I looked at that price tag. I said, <laughs> oh, God says, wow, all these years later, you still got the laugh? I did it then. You don't think I could do it again? Oh, you're going to go lead a church, but you're still laughing? You could believe for other people, but you can't believe for yourself? I thought you said you preached, oh, I'm the God of the impossible. Listen. Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I'm old? Verse 14. I need you to answer this right now. Just think about it. Let it stir. Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Verse 15, Sarah was afraid, so she lied. Remember back in the Hebrews, heroes of faith, not only did she laugh at God, she then lied to him. She wasn't an evil person, but I love how God did this. She lied and said, I didn't laugh. He said, yes, you did. Stop with yourself. I'm calling you out right now. This power couple of faith in the moment folded like a deck chair. But as it's recorded, they're heroes of the faith, the first power couple. I want you to know, you could have moments of doubt and God's still gonna use you in a big way. He's still going to write you down and be like, you know what? Those are my kids. Look what they did. See, what happens is all I can see were my circumstances. What are you looking at? So you can walk by sight, but not my faith. God is asking, is there anything that the Lord can't do? We'll sing it. We'll be about it. See, until you settle on God and coming into agreement that he can do the impossible, he is bigger than a storm. He's bigger than your debt. He's bigger than the cancer. He's bigger than the bills. You don't have agreement with God until you settle that first. Until you can believe that God can do anything, you're not in agreement with what his word says. Somebody say agreement is a journey. Come on. Sarah went from laughing to lying because she could not admit she just couldn't believe what God said. How many of you today, if you had to be honest, feel the same way? It's just a question. So we go into this Christmas season, we got to ask ourselves better questions if we're for believing for radical 2024. What can you believe for? It doesn't matter your circumstance. It doesn't believe. Listen, you can't have agreement with what you're not willing to believe. We have to walk in agreement with what you believe with God. Let me finish this. Genesis 17, 1 through 19. When Abraham was 99 years old, the, exactly, 99. 
I don't need to paint any pictures, but the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. Verse three says, then Abram fell on his face and God talked to him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with you and you shall be the father of many nations. Verse five, underline verse five. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after all their generations and the everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. See, God is declaring a new thing. Somebody say a new thing. God wants to declare a new thing over your life, but here's where it gets even better. Then God said to Abraham, as for your Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. See, God had to change some language in his life. For him to see a thing, he had to change what he spoke. We got to be careful what we're speaking over our spouse, speaking over our business, speaking over our kids, speaking over our life. What are you speaking over today? It is important. Listen, verse 17. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old? And shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? Listen, everyone's talking about Sarah laughing. But if you go put it in the right order, Abraham laughed first. Mr. Father of Faith. It's all I was ever taught. Never thought I could measure up to Abraham because he was perfect. Just woke up early, grabbed his son, was going to go sacrifice him. Guess he's got the Father of Faith. I'm just slipping around here down in San Diego, hoping on a dream. Lord, give me an ounce of that faith. No, 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 he laughed first. God is doing a new thing, and some of you need to start speaking over your spouse differently, over your debt differently, over your work differently, over your life differently. Abraham and Sarah were in agreement against God, bottom line. They were not evil people. They just struggled to believe. How do you walk in the power of agreement? I ask you this question, how's your struggle today? Can you get real and just talk to God about it? Lord, I'm struggling. I don't know how to raise these three Bunyan kids. Lord, help me. I need to get in agreement with my wife. She wants to give him a timeout. I want to throw him off the boat going 40. I mean, which one, Lord? Listen, agree with God. 1 John 5, 14, as I land the plane. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Verse 15, and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. The will of God is revealed by the word of God. Are you utilizing the power of agreement? Hebrews 10, 38 says this, and my righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. See, I need you to get this last point. They could not birth a child until they came into agreement with God. As they walked with God, what started as ridiculous, what started as laughable, they begin to change. At some point, they both had to agree, and they bore a son. See, the Bible doesn't say God came down and impregnated Sarah. It means you got two really old people. That river of the cycle's been dried up for 40-something years. Just helping you out. There was no Viagra. You'd have to have faith to get some things moving. Lord, help me. And then, let me tell you something. I just want to tell you the power of agreement. At first, it's agreement's a journey. They had to look at each other and be like, we're old. They didn't even know about the Mary and Jesus thing yet. This is before. They had to actually believe at some point and come into agreement, well, we got to do a thing if you know what I mean. 
and no one wants that visual, and I'm sorry, but I need to help you understand how old they were. There was no deep blue helping the muscles, you know, none of this, essential oils, none of this. They had to actually believe and come into agreement and go in the tent so God could bless them. I've just given you a real picture because some of you have stuff that's so dead in your life, you don't know if God can resurrect it because you want to believe. If it's good enough for them to have enough faith to give it a go, something's got to be good enough for you to give it a go again. Somebody say amen. If you need to stand in agreement for something, come on, I want us all to stand to our feet because I'm going to pray. I need you to wake something up because there's some dreamers in here that stop dreaming. There's some God stories in here that have been shelved that I need you to take off the shelf. There's some businessmen and women that put it up because you don't know and can't see a way. There's some of you that have been believing for a baby and you just don't know if you can keep talking about it. Some of you believing for resurrection power in your marriage and you just not really sure if you just want to go there because you're guarding your heart so much it's locked. If you need to stand in agreement today for something, I want you to come to the altar. It's three areas that God specifically spoke to me about. Agreement for healing. You need to come down to the altar. Agreement for breakthrough. I don't care if it's a debt, a house, for spouse, a job. Listen, someone kept sending me like the Instagram thing, like, oh, San Diego's the highest marketplace. Oh. Delete. Some of you watched that reel over and over again and started to change your agreement. So you stop looking for houses in this area and you're looking at Temecula. Now listen, if you like Temecula and you love the vineyards and man, they're producing great wine, you wanna be in the next Napa Valley, amen, I'll come into agreement. But if you're moving there and your next sentence to me is, Pastor, will you pray for me? We're just looking for homes, just believing we can afford one up there. So we're gonna move to somewhere we can afford. God's not in agreement with that. You're gonna lower the bar so God can't have a God story in your life? Or can you believe for God for a house right in the city he's planted you, serving and working in, get into the right alignment? Come on, the altar's open. If you need a healing, come to the altar. If you need breakthrough, come to the altar. We're not a shy church, by the way. If you're in your house, get on your knees. How bad do you want breakthrough? I'm not really sure. Well, guess what? The altar's where God alters where God shifts, where God can change a direction. He can alter your life. And the last one is agreement for unity in the house. Whether it's spouse or kids or salvation, you need unity in the house. You want breakthrough for your family? If you need God to do something radical, agreement for unity, one vision. God wants to bless one vision, not two separated visions causing division over your family. Thank you, Lord. Come on, the power of agreement. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you today. I thank you for those bold enough to walk down there believing for something, Lord. They've been intimidated by the enemy. I break and cancel every lie, everything that's not of heaven right now. By your authority in the name of Jesus, we break every stronghold. Anything that we've come into agreement with that's not of heaven or your word, Lord, we break right now any generational curses, things that have been passed down through the lineage, the line, we break in the name of Jesus. God, we come with the understanding of agreement, the power of agreement with you, Lord. Lord, that you're waking up dreams again, that Lord, we may have been intimidated in the past, maybe it was a timing thing, maybe it was just, we, weren't, we didn't have unity in the home or unity with those around us, the unity on the team of a direction we're gonna go, whatever that is, Lord, put everyone in our circles in alignment in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for the authority you've given us to speak life. There's power in your tongue and God, I thank you right now that Maybe some of us need to stay quiet until we believe that we're speaking things into existence that God is not blessing. It's not the devil, it's what you're speaking off your lips. God, I thank you for the courage for spouses to be able to speak in truth and love to one another, that we can expose each other's blind spots in love and grace so we can come in unity together so God, you can move in our life. God, I thank you for the authority you've given us today. 
the blessings. But God, heal what needs to be healed today. God, I thank you for the word of the power of agreement. Those that need unity, let them find unity in the name of Jesus. Those that need breakthrough, we come into agreement with breakthrough in the name of Jesus. And Lord, those that need healing, let them be healed in Jesus' name. We speak right now for Tyler Sonata. Let him be healed in the name of Jesus. God, we pray right now your healing power. We come against the curse word of cancer. It has no authority in his body. Every cell is healed from his head to his toe. We thank you for supernatural healing. And God, I thank you for Lucas Watts, the police officer in North Carolina that said he was brain dead until his wife prayed for him. Let him be fully healed, fully healed fully healed. God, we stand in agreement with your word. We stand for Tyler. We stand for Lucas. We stand for every family member standing and believing for a healing in this house. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, we're going to do one song together. Just let your spirit open and let the, let the Holy Spirit touch you. We're going to worship together one song. I'm going to come back up here. Let's just stay in this moment.
Come on. How many feel better already? Come on. Listen, if I could have you all bow your heads and close your eyes real quick. If you've never given your life to Jesus, that's where it all starts. There's agreement when you give his heart. Let Jesus in your world. There is, there is a heaven, there is a hell. We never know when our last day is going to be. It's so important that we get into the right alignment where there's alignment. If you've never given your life to Jesus, God sent his son, a savior, to die on the cross for you and me. He took all our sin, bore all our sin. You're forgiven. But we have to ask him. He's given us free will. He's not here to control you, to make you do anything. You can choose your destiny. He's gonna let us clean up our life or screw up our life. He just wants to know, listen, I sent my son to die for you. Will you choose life today? Everlasting life. For those that have never given your life to Jesus or maybe you once did and then you kind of took it back and started you doing your own thing like I did at a young age. If that's you in here, just raise your hand and I'm gonna pray for you. I'm not gonna call you out, I just wanna pray for you. I see that hand, man, thank you. Thank you. Is there any other hands? Say that prayer. Some people pointing over here. I see that hand. Thank you. Is there anybody else today? So important. Thank you. I see those hands right there. I see that hand up top. Thank you. Thank you. Feeling my spirit. There's one more. I'm fighting for you, man. This is where we all as believers should start praying. Everybody in this room has done this at one point. Come on. Thank you. Those two hands up there. Thank you. Come on, you're worth fighting for. The devil's a liar. Listen, let's look up. Lots of hands everywhere. People all over the place. I have friends with Bibles and a book called Following Jesus Somewhere. We want to give you that book. We want to pray for you. But we're all going to say one prayer together. And if those that have already said it, let's all say it together. And for those that raise your hand, God bless you. Welcome to the kingdom of God. The church is rolled. Jesus does the saving. The church is supposed to do the discipling. We want to help you on that journey of a faith, that journey of agreement. We don't want you to walk it out alone. We need to help you find a church somewhere maybe you're not from here. We, we will be committed to doing that. Or if you online, raise your hand and we'll send someone to your house. No, I'm just joking. We're not Jehovah Witness, but we will pray for you. I'm sure you can click a link. I hope. If not, we'll catch up with that. But let's say this prayer. You ready? All of us? Come on, we can do this. Heavenly Father, thank you for forgiving me. Today, I ask you in my heart, forgive me. I repent today. Heaven is my home. Lord, I'm yours. Now show me the way. And let the rest of my life be the best of my life. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Come on. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.